Well, the beginning of a new year is a strange and wonderful thing, isn't it? With the flip of a calendar, just the, the swing of a pendulum, the tick, a couple of ticks of a watch, all of a sudden we embark around a whole other lap around the sun. It feels like a new start. And so people always uh, make resolutions or goals or uh, seek to create new habits for, for health and for wholeness and an improved life. But just because it's a new year doesn't magically mean that there's some kind of automatic renewal that happens. What would it mean for you and I to experience not just a new year, but a renewed year here at the beginning of 2023? The truth is, God has created and given humanity an amazing gift, an amazing gift that is supposed to be the place, the space, the base from which we operate as human beings. But for the most part, we don't pay enough attention to it. I'm talking about Sabbath. Sacred time and space to rest, worship, and delight in God's goodness and love. In the very beginning of the all, uh, in the very beginning of, of it all, as we read in our call to worship this morning, God created human beings in God's image in this wonderful way. God created us to work and to rest in rhythm. God designed us to partner with God in our labors to help bring about more order and more beauty and more flourishing. Be fruitful, multiply, tend the earth like a garden. That's the vocational command. We weren't created simply to exist. Work, labor is important. It's meaningful. But does that mean that we were created to be workaholics? Task-obsessed, overbooked, stressed out, exhausted human doings? God is not pro-exhaustion. God is pro-wholeness. God may have created us and invited us to work, but that's actually not the first thing that happens with human beings. Genesis tells us that after God created the heavens and the earth, after God created humanity in God's image, God rested. God created the gift of Sabbath. On the Sabbath day, on the seventh day, creation was whole. And it wasn't as if God was worn out, but God was creating and inhabiting a holy margin that God designed human beings to also inhabit. God created sacred time and space within time and space for God to delight in what God made and for what God made to delight in God. In other words, the beginning of the human story is not work, but rest with God. Human beings rest in God's rest. That's literally our first experience, our beginning. We were created not to rest from work, but to work from a place of rest. And so if the first new year, if you will, began with Sabbath, Why not this one? That's why in our first sermon series of the year, we're going to be unpacking and exploring the gift of Sabbath to start out 2023 in the hopes that it will help us 
experience not just a new year, but a renewed year. Today we begin by looking at Sabbath as holy space and time to remember and to be remembered. Let us pray. God, open our hearts and minds to your word for us this day. We pray that it would take root there, that it would grow us and transform us, that that we might live for you and might bear fruit for your kingdom. This we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Two scripture readings this morning, first from um, the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy from the fifth chapter. Listen for God's word. Keep the Sabbath day and treat it as holy exactly as the Lord your God commanded. Six days you may work and do all your tasks, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Don't do any work on it, not you, your sons or daughters, your male or female servants, your oxen or donkeys or any of your animals or the immigrant who is living among you so that your male and female servants can rest just like you. Remember that you were a slave in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out of there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. That's why the Lord your God commands you to keep the Sabbath day. And then from the Gospel of Matthew, the third chapter. At that time, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River so that John would baptize him. John tried to stop him and said, I need to be baptized by you, yet you come to me? Jesus answered, allow me to be baptized now. This is necessary to fulfill all righteousness. So John agreed to baptize Jesus. When Jesus was baptized, he immediately came up out of the water. Heaven was opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God coming down like a dove and resting on him. A voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I dearly love. I find happiness in him. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You would think that it would be hard to forget God. You would think it would be easy to remember God's mighty acts of deliverance. But let's be honest. Sometimes I forget where I put down the remote. We live in a world that makes it easier and easier for us to forget God and harder and harder to remember God's deliverance, God's salvation. We get busy. We're working hard at our jobs, working hard at parenting, working hard at life. Our attention is focused on just making it through another day with all the challenges it brings. We can practically get anything we want, anytime we want. We have a lot of stuff to distract us, to keep us entertained. And so it's not like we, we forget on purpose. We just kind of slip into routines where God becomes an afterthought or, or an insurance policy there when we need it. When life goes well, we forget about the source of the goodness. When life is hard and there are challenges, we forget God's faithfulness in the past and how God has been our present help then. God must have known our human tendency to forget. God must have known how prone we would be to amnesia. We see God's people, Israel, forgetting God's deliverance in, from, from slavery in Egypt pretty soon after crossing the Red Sea in the book of Exodus. They're hungry and they're thirsty and they start complaining, oh, it would be better if we were back in Egypt. Forgetting the power and the care of the God who had just, just delivered them from their oppressors. And so, When Moses gives the law to God's people, 
Israel, in the book of Deuteronomy, there's a very specific reason why God tells the people to keep the Sabbath. Remember that you were a slave in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out of there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. That's why the Lord your God commands you to keep the Sabbath day. In other words, keep the Sabbath day to remember God's mighty act of deliverance. Keep Sabbath because it carves out space and time to bring to mind and remind yourself of how God has saved you. You once were slaves and now you are free. How incredible is that? You get to live out of that identity in relationship with a God like that. And so it is with us, friends. The gift of Sabbath is sacred time and space God gives us so that we do not become forgetful. So that we have an opportunity to remember all that God has done to save us and deliver us from sin, from death, from anything and everything that seeks to undo, damage who God created us to be as human beings. It's the chance to take a day or even just a part of a day to live as if God has truly delivered us from any and everything that oppresses or enslaves or seeks to rule over our lives. We were dead in our sin. And God saved us, delivered us through Jesus Christ. That's worth remembering over and over and over again. And when we're not under the pressure to buy or to do or to work or to earn, our hearts, our minds, our lives can have the time and the space to remember who God is and what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. That's renewing. Isn't it? It's like a plant that looks dried up, being watered, and all of a sudden then being brought back to life. Sabbath is space and time God gives us to remember God's delivering and saving love, and in that remembering, be watered and brought back to life and reinvigorated to live another week in God's world. We experience renewal when we have sacred time and space to truly Remember God's mighty acts of deliverance and salvation on our behalf. But Sabbath isn't just sacred time and space to remember, as in to recall fondly or be reminded of God's story of deliverance. It's sacred time and space to be remembered, as in reconnected to our identity as God's beloved children. The word remember is made up of the prefix re, which means again, and member, which can mean belonging to a particular group. In the same way, it's easy to forget God and God's deliverance in our current world. It's also easy to be dismembered or disconnected from our identity as God's children. Without realizing it, we begin constructing, building our identities around our work and our productivity and our consumption and our busyness. Social media tries to convince us, tries to trick us into believing that our virtual presence is the real one and it's based on on likes of pictures and posts. We're bombarded with advertisements, right, that tell us that our identity is in whatever they're selling that we need to buy. 
We seek to work for our identity instead of from our identity. Like if we stopped working as much or as fast, we wouldn't know who we are. We seek to work for love instead of from love. We try and earn our worth and our acceptance and our status by, by doing, do to be. That's what the forces of our culture and our society and our economy tell us constantly. That's why we're stuck in overdrive and find it so hard to downshift even for a second. It's not because our bodies just can't help themselves. Like, we can't blame this on our appendix. It comes from a broken value system that, that idolizes productivity and consumption and, and, and a, approval and measuring ourselves against others and insists that all those things are the things that define us. And that system dismembers us, disconnects us from our true identity as God's beloved children. But Sabbath gives us sacred time and space to fight back, to push back against this dismembering of our identity by, by reconnecting us, by remembering us to our true identity as God's children. I find it so, so beautiful and instructive that Jesus Christ's ministry his own ministry begins with a moment of Sabbath, a place of resting in his identity as his heavenly father's beloved. Before Jesus does anything, and my goodness, does he do a lot in three years. Before he does anything, he's reminded of who and whose he is. Jesus' ministry doesn't start with a, with a healing. It doesn't start with teaching. It doesn't start with miracles. It starts with resting in who his heavenly father says that he is. When Jesus is baptized by John in the Jordan River, the spirit descends and his heavenly father says, you are my son whom I love dearly. I find happiness in you. And so in the same way Adam and Eve began their earthly vocation from rest and delighting in God on the seventh day, Jesus begins his earthly ministry from rest and mutual delight with and in his Father, through the Spirit, in his baptism. Just as Adam and Eve began with purpose and security from God, Jesus begins his ministry with purpose and security from his Father in heaven. Friends, what if we began this year with Sabbath rest, with purpose and security from God and who God says we are? Because God gives us the same gift. Sabbath is the chance for us to reconnect to the deeper truth about who we are. We're getting ready to go to Disney World tomorrow. And so I've been in, we've been in Disney mode for a while. So you'll have to indulge me in the Disney illustrations. <laughs> One of Disney's uh, most popular movies is The Lion King. And there's a powerful scene in the movie after, after Simba has run off thinking that he's responsible for the death of Mufasa, his father. Scar's lies have led to a dismembering of Simba's identity, and Simba finds himself lost and confused, and, and Timon and Pumbaa's hey-no-worries philosophy hasn't helped, and in fact, it's only further disconnected Simba from the truth of who he really is. One night, Rafiki, the wise baboon, leads Simba to a watering hole, and Simba looks at his reflection in the water, and then has a vision of his father in the clouds, and his father says, Simba, I can't do James Earl Jones' voice, but you know, <laughs> Simba, you have forgotten who you are, and so have forgotten me. 
You are more than who you have become. Remember who you are. You are my son. And that moment serves to reconnect Simba to the truth of who he is, and he experiences renewal. God's gift of Sabbath creates sacred time and space for that kind of reconnection for us. When we actually prioritize and, and practice Sabbath, God reminds us of who and whose we are as God's children. God has our attention so that the ears of our heart hear the truth that we are more than who we have become. We are more than what we did or did not accomplish this week. We are more than what others have said about us. We are more than what we bought or didn't buy. We are more than what Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or TikTok says we are. The sad truth is, the things that we sometimes make the most time for are ironically the very things that dis connect us rather than reconnect us to our real identity as God's children. And so it's not spending more time on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. It's not spending extra money on that thing. It's not working longer and harder at our job. It's not performing to earn the approval of others. It's not being at every single performance practice or game. None of that connects us to who we truly are. But spending time with God in silence, resting, praying, hearing God's word read and proclaimed, sitting beside others in worship, singing God's praise, receiving communion, witnessing a baptism, eating with friends and family, enjoying God's creation, those are the things that Sabbath gives us the time to do. And those, those are the things that remember us, that reconnect us to our identity as God's beloved children. It is in practicing Sabbath that we hear and we see and we experience God saying, just be still, just be. You are my child whom I dearly love. And there is great renewal in that re connecting. So, it's a new year, friends. Do you want a renewed year? Start from a place of rest. Start with Sabbath. Start with fully embracing this beautiful, amazing gift that is there from the beginning that provides sacred time and sacred space to remember God's mighty acts of salvation and deliverance and that remembers, that reconnects us to our identity as children of God. Happy Renew Year, and happy Sabbath. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.